Hi, Sam Saggers here. Hope you're well. If we haven't met, I coach people on real estate. Um, today's question from Trevor. Uh, thanks for pointing this one out. It's a pretty good one. Uh, tell you what, uh, welcome to Ask Sam. If it's the first time tuning in, this is where we answer the real estate and wealth questions, which maybe you're on your mind. So if you have a question, feel free to drop me a note um, and send me a private message. Hey, uh, today's question is around the idea of buying a three-bedroom apartment or a two-bedroom apartment and what the big differences are. Well, this is a great question because as we know, even in the budget, the government is trying to create an effect of downsizers jumping out of their houses and jumping into the three-bedroom apartment market. But here's the problem. In fact, there is just not enough apartments that are sophisticated, either large two bedrooms or three bedrooms or even four bedroom apartments that sophisticated downsizers want to jump into. And there's just simply no stock. If you want to know what the most undersupplied dwelling type is today, it's really the three bedroom apartment section. Think about it, right? Think of all the new house and lands being built at the moment. Uh, think about all the old established houses out in society. Think about, I guess, one and two bedroom apartments and then think about three bedroom apartments. Just none of them. I've been really pumped about this space for a while. In fact, I've done myself um, a three bedroom apartment. I'm getting constructed at the moment. Uh, and I'm doing that because the capital growth on three bedrooms is really, really strong. It's really a la house price growth. But actually, in some respects, from what I've seen, it really has performed in some um, uh, sections of the market even better than house price, price growth. So what's the difference between, say, a two-bedroom and a three-bedroom? Definitely the three-bedroom will grow faster because there's less of them. And uh, because the market within the three-bedroom space is designed around fairly well a cashed-up person, when we look at the less expensive range, generally smaller two-bedrooms and one-bedrooms, they provide a great balance of medium growth but also get the yield and the yield which is closer to the purchase price. So it's not uncommon to buy um, a one-bedroom or a smaller two-bedroom apartment and end up with a gross return of sort of circa 5%, which of course, with the cash rate at a tenth of a percent is really, really good money or a good return on investment. Add that to the capital growth and you usually got a pretty smart investment which washes its own face. Now, of course, when I'm talking about apartments, I'm talking about good apartments in a good location, 80% of apartments I think are rubbish. Uh, there's 20% out there which are just really amazing. And even in the sort of smaller two-bedroom range um, or that three-bedroom range, they can make a bucket load of money for people. We've seen it. Um, so just a caveat there, I'm definitely talking about um, lifestyle areas where, you know, there's there's good upside from the location as much as the apartment where there's a good third space from the uh, from the neighborhood as much as anything else. So to answer the riddle, also we need to look at the rental market. Now there is also this kind of sophisticated three bedroom rental market where you quite often get 
almost like families who want to live in really cool locations, but they've only got one child. It's very common today. Um, people having families later where, you know, it is a great sized apartment for people to literally have an apartment close to the city or a cool beach um, and uh, live in it and just have one child um, and use that apartment. So the rents can be good because, again, there is, uh, you know, a lack of stock and a lot of interest. <laughs>